0: And you are listening to the Toffee Blues.
1: Welcome to the Toffee Blues, your source for all things Everton, and welcome to a special show today where I'll be talking to Apostolos Velios, who was with Everton between 2011 and 2014, where he made 24 appearances and scored three quite memorable goals for the club. So I'll be discussing uh, those and all of the rest of. Velios' time at Everton, so I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, obviously, he's 28 years old now, back in Greece with the traumatos, but we'll be talking about his time with Everton and about those memories that, that we made together. So, hope you enjoy the show. I'm here today joined by Apostolos Velios, and it's an absolute pleasure to be joined by... To- we're going to call you Tolis, not Tolos. No, no, it's,
0: it's not Tolos. Not, not
1: Tolos. that's what David Moyes called you, wrongly. <laughs> For those <laughs> not. three years, but no, it's Tolos. So, yeah, we're joined by joined by us today. Absolute pleasure to be joined by you. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Absolute pleasure. So we'll ask you a few questions about your time at Everton and uh, how it went. Um, just wax and lyrical about those years, those three years when you were a young man coming to a new country. And um, obviously, a decent little spell at Everton. So yeah, um, you're with a toss at the moment in Greece. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, how that's going.
0: Yeah, right now, I mean... Uh... In one club that the last three, four years they're doing great. I mean, they finished like fourth or fifth and then they have the chance to play the qualification of Europa League. This season we had that too. It was my first experience to play in the qualification in Europa League. We just passed the first step and then we lose from uh, Legia Varshov, this big club, this huge club. But at the moment, uh, the team is not in the ranking table that uh, we wanted to be because the first six, six teams they go. I have a chance to play again to the Europa League, the qualification list, but now we, I think we have two games left and then uh, we are eight or nine and I think it's too difficult to, to reach the sixth uh, ranking position. Yeah. How are you doing but personally? I really enjoy this team. Yeah. That also we have very nice uh, players and they, they, they especially we are like a family. This is a very, very, very important thing in football and I really enjoy every day I'm playing uh, and training with these lads.
1: Yeah, definitely. Have you got many goals this season?
0: I got eight. Yeah, nice. Yeah, not that bad. Uh, I could have more, but I uh, was a little bit unlike with some injuries and that stuff. But I'm OK, I'm OK.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant news. Not a bad little half season so far. Good start. Um, so, yeah, we'll take you back to the start of your career, if that's OK, before you came to Everton uh, yeah. to start with the interview. So I want to ask you, uh, who were your idols growing up? Were there like any strikers that you looked up to and wanted to be like?
0: Yeah, since I was a child, I remember those two two strikers was uh, of course Latani Bremerich, and I really really liked the Adriano, the old one. Yeah, and when he was on the top in India, yeah. that was my two idols for sure. Mm.
1: Powerful, powerful striker. Um, that's brilliant. Yeah, we we'll move on to your move to Everton as well. Yeah, obviously you young young lad. Um, how did it come about? Like uh, you were a teenager at the time. How did you hear about Everton's interest? And uh, why did you choose Everton as well?
0: Yeah. I signed a professional contract when I was 16. And uh, I played the next season. Like, I was 17. And I scored a really, really huge and very big goal against uh, the giant team Olympiagos. After this goal, you know, was all everybody talking about me. And during this season, season, I was playing also in the national team, under 19. And that was my best season in the national team as well there. I scored many goals and uh, many, many agents came from all over the, the world to watch me and a couple more players. So one day, one guy came from Everton. Uh, I think it was Doherty. Uh, Mick Doherty. Oh, yeah. And came, uh, again, uh, we played against, uh, I don't remember the team, but it was um, it was two friendly games on Monday and on Thursday. You wanted to watch both of them. It was from the, with the same team, against the same team we played. And uh, it was the same. The, the first one I scored two goals and he flied directly back to Liverpool and uh, said to Moyes that really, they won me. They won yeah. So I knew it, they won me the next day of the, that friendly game. And that was amazing. Yeah. game. Yeah. I was 18 years old. Yeah. And I couldn't believe. It's no. a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously,
1: as well, there was a few clubs interested in you. It wasn't just Everton. There was rumours of uh, interest from Olympiacos themselves, as well as other clubs like Fulham in England. Uh, why did you choose Everton?
0: Uh, it's Premier League.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, one, of the, one of the biggest teams in, uh, in England, historic team. And uh, they showed me that they really want me in every way. So they wanted to grab me the same day because... They had the chance to sign me from the summer, all the other teams they want me to sign from the summer, but they said they want me on January. So in 10 days, I signed a contract. I had the game on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, they said to me if I can speak to the coach so I can play full game that game, so they can have a clear picture on me. I played, I scored as well. Yeah. And then after three days, I just uh, fly to Liverpool. Quick and... turnaround,
1: huh? Impressive. Yeah.
0: That's
1: like this. That's like this. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously you signed under David Moyes as well, um, a manager, um, he was a decent manager, you stayed around for a while at Everton, achieved some good things with Everton, what was it like to play under him? Excuse
0: me?
1: What was it like to play under David Moyes?
0: <sighs> David Moyes was like a father to me, I remember the first day he just came and uh, he grabbed my hand and we go around the fish farm and uh, he just showed me everything, Uh this is the world. He was like a father to me. He was speaking to me before the, the training, after the training, and uh, he really, really helped me th- those uh, those years when he was there.
1: Yeah, oh, that's Im- that's impressive. That's nice. Yeah. Good fella. Um, yeah. Who who was the best player you played with at Everton during your time
0: there? Uh, there are many, many of them. Uh, yeah. can I say Coleman is one of the best. I had Luisa, yeah. I had Arteta, Fellaini, Beckford. Mm. Mainly strikers, because, you know, I was just watching them, how they play.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Team Howard was, yeah. A, was a really, really good one. Team yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: Years, yeah. Good team at that time, yeah. You have, obviously as well had the good relationship with uh, Nikita Jelovic. Um Yeah, Nikita Jelovic
0: as well.
1: Yeah, was that, an, was that a relationship that like influenced your time at Everton? No,
0: it was good. It was good, because I was, I was a kid. I was a kid. I was 18, 19, 20 and 21. Yeah. Since the day I played, everyone judged me as I can, as I was like uh, 30 or 28 years old. So it was a bit uh, hard for me those years, you know. Uh, but as I said, I was a kid and I, I was watching in every training session, the strikers, I had those years, like from the Beckford, Jelavits, Saha, Lukaku, all these strikers, I was just watching how they play so I can steal some things all these years. But that was an amazing experience with Jelavits as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, learn a lot from those players. Yeah, obviously you made um, twenty-four appearances um, and scored the three goals. What do you remember of those goals against them, um, both in Chelsea and Wigan?
0: Wigan was my favorite one because yeah. uh, it was the first. it Was in the, the Everton uh, pitch and uh, we won as well. Uh, Chelsea, we lost, but was one just. It was 80 seconds goal it was yeah. surprising for me. It was also my absence. <laughs> uh, Bolton was also winning goal, but yeah, all the goals, all the goals. Are, are great. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: for me. Ch-
1: yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Obviously, Chelsea was massive. I think you were on the pitch for 18 seconds, but eight seconds while it was in in play, you so scored exactly. the goal. Yeah. That was impressive, to be fair. But yeah, as well, one of one of your best moments. Um, when I told some of my mates that I was I was going to speak to you. One moment that they remembered in particular was your assist for Nikita Jelovic uh, against Tottenham Hotspur, the overhead overhead kick assist. Now, that was impressive. What was going through your head?
0: I didn't mean that. I just wanted to score. <laughs> <laughs> if that would have
1: went in, that would have been a, an impressive goal. Yeah,
0: I know. No, no. <laughs> you know what? If you can see the video. I made the, the bicycle kick and uh, I didn't have the chance to turn around and see uh, that was an assist I thought I was scored you know and then I see Yellevich celebrating and I'm making an assist or something
1: you thought you thought it went in
0: after that you know
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah we just wanted to ask you as well are there any funny stories from your time at Everton that you remember stories yeah yeah
0: uh, everything on me everything on Everton uh, years yeah mm. uh, right on my head because that was uh, for me it was like uh, Paradise, you know? Yeah. Premier League and the Everton was an amazing uh, amazing three and a half years of my life. Really?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, after that, Everton uh, is, is my team, you know. Uh, Israel, Heracles is uh, the team I have a uh, support in Greece, like yeah. since I was a child, and then it's Everton for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everton's your second club, would you say? Yeah,
0: for sure. For sure.
1: That's impressive, sure. yeah. Do you still speak to anyone from your time at Everton?
0: Yeah, yeah, I have a couple of uh, phones, and we're talking on Instagram on there's with Saha, Sahai, mm-hmm. something new project that I'm on it. So this thing, and a couple of lads I'm talking to, yeah, I'm really oh, have- nice. Get yeah. the band back together. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we also interviewed. Um, I don't know if you remember um, Royston Drenter during you your time at everything. Uh, we, we've interviewed him as well in Rotterdam. He was quite a character. Um, what, do you remember of, um, what do you remember of him? What do you remember of him?
0: Uh, since the day he came, uh, we were good lads together. I mean, uh, we played FIFA, you know, we, 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 were, we, we went out a couple of times together. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy.
1: He's a good guy. Cra- a bit crazy, but he's a nice, he's a nice fella. <laughs> yeah, and, um we're just going to ask you as well, there's some very big stars that you worked, worked with during your time at Everton. Obviously, the likes of um, Tim Cahill, uh, Michael Ateta, uh, Tim yes. Howard, as you mentioned before. What was it like to be working with that standard of players every day?
0: Uh, that's why I told you before that was the paradise for me. But, yeah, that uh, was an amazing experience that I've never had after that. And mm. uh, they teach me many things. Also, Team the World is one of the the biggest stars I ever uh, worked with and have worked before, and is uh, one of the lads I'm talking to as well. Yeah, because we play against him uh, with the national teams. Oh so, yeah, let oh, nice catch up. Yeah. Uh, what can I say to you? You have to you have to leave a, so, you can understand that it's something that you cannot explain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's very That's nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: Obviously, with those, um, you mentioned uh, playing for your country as well. You've played, uh, you've got eight caps for Greece. What was it like to represent Greece uh, at senior level?
0: Uh, it, it's, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But experience you have uh, back in England is something else.
1: Yeah. It was impressive. Would you say that they were at, at Everton? Were they the best times of your career?
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Really, yeah. yeah. The, the Everton um, experience always follows me. You know, wherever I go, they say, this guy <laughs> like, <I> went to... <laughs> There's a dog there. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And, uh, yeah, everybody says, like, this guy from Everton. You know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes it's bad because it's tough for me to Have that big uh, team had my back, you know, they're waiting for me. anyway, you understand
1: what I want to say? Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Obviously, when you were young as well, it, it must have been great to have those players, as we've, as we've said, to learn from uh, at that early stage of your career when you're forming. Um, obviously, becoming a striker yourself and you've got those strikers around you to learn from. It must have been a great kind of um, a, great, a great way to learn, really. Um, as well, we'll move on to the, the later period at Everton as well. Uh, there was like a tough period when you were kind of um, not with the first team for a little bit, even though um, in that 2011-12 season, you averaged a goal every 86 minutes during your time on the pitch, which is quite impressive. I don't know if you knew that. But um, you weren't playing in the first team as, as much as you've liked. Um, what would you put that down to?
0: Look, uh, the biggest mistake for me, mm. I made because I believe I could follow, <clears throat> I could sign new contracts or something with yeah. uh, Mr. Roberto Martinez. Mm. But mistake I made there, and everybody after uh, that, they turned their back on me, even the fans, a couple of them and a uh, couple of guys that worked in Everton. It was like, because we I never went on loan. That was my biggest mistake, uh, because that time I didn't have an agent. Yeah. I was young. The previous year, I won some trophies, mm. and uh, I thought that this was something that, um, like, a rejection to me. So, like they said to me, "You are not good enough. You have to go on alone." I didn't know. I was very young. Yeah. And mm-hmm. They to me, told us we have to go on loan to Take some experience on you, and then the next year you come strong. And, you know, if I change something, it was this. I was. I will go on alone. I would go on loan for sure. Yeah. But yeah mistake Because the next day, uh, no, I mean, some fans, they asked for my name to go inside mm-hmm. to play and uh, I wasn't even the squad. So one day, the the coach says, I can't put him in because he doesn't follow my rules. I said to him, go on loan and he didn't go. And that was my biggest mistake. I thought mm-hmm. it was an rejection or something. I was very young, I had no agent and no one said to me, Tolis, you have to go there. This is good yeah. for you. It's not bad for you. So this is the bad Thing I made that uh, time, yeah, kind of destroying my future. There, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm, I didn't know you had no agent. That's it. That as a young player, that must have been really difficult.
0: Yeah, that, that was that was the mistake. I still think about it sometimes. You know, mm. you, you never know what happened. It was me, Barkley, a couple of lads that now they're playing in. Uh, John Stones, a couple mm. of lads now playing in uh, huge like uh, Manchester City and Chelsea and. Uh, so I was just wondering sometimes if I went along that time. Yeah, a-
1: yeah. <laughs> Things would be different. But
0: eventually you did go on loan to Blackpool. Um, do you think that was a little too late? I was unlucky. yeah. Uh, I went on Blackpool, I played two games, and then I got injured. Yeah. Mm. And then it was impossible to sign a new contract or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, during one of the later, later periods, I'm sure if uh, you love me for... Bringing up this photo. Yeah, I think you know what I'm going um, to do. But I've got to bring it up just to ask you what, what's going on. Obviously, one of Evertonian's favourite memories of your time at the club. Um, can you explain this photo to us? <laughs> you with Zinedine Zidane this in photo, the laundry section of a shop. <laughs>
0: this photo, follow me everywhere. I go in the Greek uh, side as well. Look, this photo, I think, is in a. Miami or something, we went to, yeah, we went to Miami with Everton for a pre-season, and I was in the mall with a couple of lads, young I think, young lads, and then I see Zinedine Zidane inside, it was the first time I see him, and I was very surprised and I uh, really want to pick with him, and uh, I didn't want to waste his time, like, okay, can you come outside to take a picture or something, and I just want to do it now because of him, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then, uh, yeah, I took that picture and went, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you realize I, that the bras were behind you? all the things, <laughs> but the technology wasn't that good. Ah,
1: yeah, crop it out, yeah. <laughs> it makes it a better picture, honestly, I think it makes it better.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't care, I have a the
1: picture. Yeah, exactly, yeah, it's brilliant anyway. Um, yeah, so we'll go back to, um, you moved to Liège in Belgium in the end, um, how did that come about and um, how did you get on there?
0: Yeah, it was free agent. Uh, yeah, I went back home, and after the the bad season when I had there because I played only two games with Blackpool. Yeah, it was very very difficult to go in a team in England or something because a couple of guys they ask about uh, they ask about me and they say this guy has one year to play, so it's yeah. very tough. Then one team came up, it was Lears, It uh, it's also one historic team, and they really really wanted me because they they didn't have a striker. And they just said to me, take the number nine, play all the games and uh, the future is yours. So I say, okay, okay, I, will, I made a mistake. So now I have to take some steps back and then I can go forward.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, just, yeah, that's mature of you um, to make that decision. Um, I don't know if you knew, but there was another uh, ex-Everton player who played for Liarce, uh, Thomas Radzinski. how you heard of him? This guy called me. Also, you yeah.
0: can't play in the Liesa. Wait, sorry. Also, oh, Lukaku was there as well.
1: Lukaku, is it really? I did not know that.
0: <laughs> but Radzinski also, this guy was the one who called me and says, look, I want you, I like you, you have to come here, blah, blah, blah. And uh, that was yeah. a reason I signed for him."
1: Yeah. Did you speak to Lukaku about it? Mm, no.
0: No, no, no. I didn't speak about it to, to Lukaku. No, no, no.
1: No, no. Just Radzinski. <laughs> but yeah, we'll um, move, move on from that. Do you still ever watch Everton and keep an eye out for how they're doing?
0: Yeah, 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 of course. A couple of times. Mm. Uh, I had the last course and I was watching uh, the, the score and a couple of games when I had that, uh, the right time. Yeah, not but going too badly. For me, it's sad because there are only two lads that played for this team when I was there. It you know? was yeah. only Coleman and uh, Baines.
1: Yeah. Because it's changed a lot.
0: When I left and it was like only the first two or three years, I was watching for sure all the games for Everton and because it was the lads, you know. Yeah. Mm. Uh, now he's only Coleman
1: yeah. and Baines. Yeah, yeah. and even, even them as well. They're
0: sometimes a little bit older. It changed a lot. I think Everton exactly. made a lot of steps forward.
1: Yeah, definitely. It was kind of so secure for a long time with David Moyes. And then after Moyes, there seemed to be like, I think there's like four, four or five managers in four or five years. A lot of change. Um, obviously, yeah. different managers bringing in different ideas. Um, and obviously, it changed quite a lot. And Baines and Coleman were lucky to survive all of that. Um, people say Everton have lost their identity a little bit, but obviously it's not going too badly at the moment with uh, Carlo Ancelotti. Um, have you watched any of um, Everton under Ancelotti so far?
0: I'm watching. I'm watching a couple, of, a couple of games. And as I said to you, the life the, the scores, they were in a bad position, but now they have the chance to go into Europe again. Huh?
1: Yeah, it's impressive turnaround, isn't it? It's quite good. Um, yeah, so finally as well, what are your best memories from, the, from your time at Everton?
0: For sure, the first day. Yeah. When I sign and when I just walk around the Finch Farm and uh, the goals, the goals I had there. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the brilliant goals. Especially so, the first one, the, first one because the fans and goodies were crazy. I really enjoyed that time.
1: Yeah, yeah. The atmosphere, Goodison Parking Press,
0: yeah. Very, impressive, very impressive.
1: Yeah, that's something we'll talk about as well in another segment we're going to do called My Goodison Story. So we'll move on to that in a minute. But thanks a lot for coming on this main show. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, brilliant to speak to you. Obviously, talk about all your time at Everton. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, thanks a lot for listening. And thanks to uh, Apostolos Velios for joining us again. Absolute pleasure to have him on the show. Uh, make sure you follow his career as well. Uh, he's on Instagram. Uh, Apostolos is using is his username. So make sure you give him a follow. And uh, check up on how he's doing. A pleasure to have him on the show, uh, as always. And um, good to rejoin that connection with him, with the Everton fans, and know he still loves the club. So thanks a lot for listening, and join us next time on the Toffee
0: Blues. (laughs)